Welcome back to the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Broughton, and today we're talking about flipping versus long-term buy and holds. Welcome back to the show. You've got me, Nathan, your host, and today we're going to look at property flipping versus buy and holds. What are they? Which is better? Can you do both? Let's find out. So we're going to look at five different points. We're going to look at what are they, the types of properties that work best, can you get finance for it, what sort of renovations should you do, and the difference in tax. So the first one, what is a flip versus what is a buy and hold property? So this is my definition. A flip or a trade is a property that you get under contract you may or may not actually settle the property, you add value in some way, and then you sell it again, hopefully, for a profit. So this can be, you can wholesale it, you can do a contemporaneous sale, which is a double settlement, you can buy it, you can do a renovation or add value, and then you can on-sell it. So we'll do another podcast on all of these different various methods, but for this podcast, we're just going to brush over them really quickly. So you're buying, adding value, and on-selling versus a long-term buy and hold is generally something you'll buy, you'll keep for a very long time, you'll rent it out, and you'll make money off the rental income and also the capital gains. So for the kind of properties that we recommend <clears throat> or that we do, our long-term buy and holds are also existing houses as are the flipping or trading properties. So let's look at the type of house that you would use for either of these, either of these situations. So generally, as I said, we would use a existing property, so not a new build. And to be honest, the types of houses that I would look at for a flip versus a long-term buy and hold, they're, they're pretty similar. So something that you can add value to for a flip, you're looking at doing a quick renovation. For a buy and hold, you're looking at something that's going to stand up to the test of time, having tenants in and out of it, and it's going to work for you long term. So a house on its own section generally works best for this type of thing. Finance. Often you're going to find a property that you want to flip is harder to get finance for. The banks don't love uh, short-term deals versus a buy and hold. Most properties you can get 60% lending on uh, as long as you come up with a 40% deposit. And that 40% deposit can be equity or it can be cash. Often with a flip, you're going to need to put more of your own cash in. And sometimes people who are flipping will use a second-tier lender. And in these situations, often they're going to want a bit more skin in the game, so a bit more deposit, a bit more cash. So the types of renovations that you're going to do, so let's go on the flip or the trade. These are really quick. You want to get in, you want to get out, do a cosmetic reno, add value, and then on sale. So you're not going to want to get a council consent, so you're not going to want to do any type of renovation that requires this. So things like adding on, doing a second story, doing a subdivision, all these things take time and they take council consents. So the, the type of flipping that we're talking about here is 
you want to add on a bedroom, you want to update the kitchen, update the bathroom, new curtains, new paint, new carpet, landscaping, those kind of things. With a buy and hold, uh, you're doing a similar kind of renovation. You're going to add value in the way that it's going to create more cash flow. So these would be these will be very similar to the ones we talked about in the flipping. So you're going to be adding bedrooms, you're going to be updating the kitchen, you're going to be updating the carpets, curtains, paint. And let's move on to the tax. So the, these this is probably the biggest difference between the two. So flipping has a lot higher tax that needs to be paid. So it's pretty close to 50%. So there's GST on this and also on the income. So much like a normal business, this is, um, you'll pay tax on the profits and you'll pay income tax on this as well. Versus a buy and hold, which currently in New Zealand, as long as you hold it for 10 years or longer, you generally don't pay tax if you sell, but it's a case-by-case -case situation. So you want to get financial advice from your uh, accountant or financial advisor on this before you rush out and do it. So looking at these five different points, um, can you do both? Which do I recommend and where do you go from here? So I actually think doing flips to generate income to use as deposits from your buy and holds is a great strategy. You can flip two, three, four properties a year to then buy one buy and hold per year with the profits from your flips being used for your deposits for your buy and holds. Your buy and holds will go up in value over time, you're going to create wealth via your equity gains, and your flips can then cash flow you and get your deposits out. So in this situation, you'll be using both. Are flips more risky? Yes, I would say so. You are hoping for a capital gain after doing some work. This is hard when the market is volatile like it is currently. So very much I would be recommending people take a lot of time and education before they jump into flipping properties, but it can yield a really good return. So let's wrap this one up there. This is just a real quick overview of flipping versus buy and holds. We'll be back next week with another episode. We would love a five-star review, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just a five-star review would be amazing. If you want to leave a comment, even better. We're going to leave all of our links to our socials and where you can find more information about what we do under the show notes. Until next time, see you later.